Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for another episode of Way Back When, and this week I'm going to be taking you through some of the best music from the year 2008, starting with a song that was actually from an album that I played a lot last week, and that is Funhouse by Pink, but this song charted in 2009, even though it was the lead single, it is a phenomenal track, one of the best from the Funhouse album, please enjoy, to kick off Way Back When this evening, So What by Pink, here on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's Student Power. Radio. Listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Way Back When, episode 2008. And you just heard So What by Pink, a song that received very positive reviews from a lot of music critics, many praising it for its aggressive and empowering nature. The song was also exceptionally commercially successful, which is always wonderful. I will confess, I'm a pretty big Pink fan, and this song is indeed one of her best. Turning now to Katy Perry. Katy Perry is an artist that has had a number of big hits, but this one, certainly one of her first and definitely one of her best. 
released from the second studio album, One of the Boys, that she released in 2008. This is her debut single, the lead single from the album, obviously. Its song originally sparked controversy, but in retrospect has been viewed as the beginning to LGBT awareness in pop music. I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry, that sold over 4 million digital copies in the US, one of only 8 songs by Katy Perry. And the song has been certified multi-platinum here in Australia as well. It was nominated for the 51st Grammy Awards for Grammy Award for Best Best Female Pop Vocal Performance. Sadly, it did not win, but it has still remained one of her most popular songs, even though she herself has said that she would change the lyrics nowadays if she could because she has grown and grown as a person and come to realize that there is a fair amount of stereotypes in the song which probably could be changed nowadays, which is good to see her evolving in that way. I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry coming up next in 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2008 on the home of UNE's Student Powered Radio. to way back when episode 2008 and that was the famous I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Let's have some more female pop stars. Indeed this next song that's coming up next is a very popular one by Rihanna off of her Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded that was a reissue of her Good Girl Gone Bad album the previous year, Disturbia. Disturbia is about the experiences of anguish, anxiety and confusion, something that indeed we all can relate to and was positively received by music critics who praised its dark tone, lyrics and beat. It was also a commercial success peaking at number one in Belgium and New Zealand and became a top 10 hit in more than 20 countries including here in Australia, the UK and the US. It was written by uh, Rihanna's partner at the time, Chris Brown, who I'm not going to talk too much about for obvious reasons, and his team and it was very well received by fans as well when it first came out and is still often performed live so I do hope that you enjoy it. Disturbia by Rihanna coming up next on 106.9 Sheen FM, the home of UNE's student powered radio.
Listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Disturbia by Rihanna here on Way Back When, episode 2008. Although a lot of people have poked fun at the song's lyrics, claiming the song could be better titled as the Bumba Dum Bum song. That's neither here nor there, I just thought it was amusing. Turning now to the Pussycat Dolls from their second album, Doll Domination. That is where the next song is going to come from, and it's arguably their best song of all time. It's certainly my favourite from the band. Yes, even more so than Jai Ho, When I Grow Up. Now, the When I Grow Up was actually written by Nicole Scherzinger, the front woman, more or less, of the Pussycat Dolls for her first solo album. However, she decided that it was better suited to a Pussycat Dolls song instead. So they got together and recorded it for Doll Domination, and it became a massive hit. Uh, Their music video was also very successful and the song was received very favorably as well. A lot of people claimed it was one of their best songs, claiming that it was the standout track of Doll Domination and it did very well in the charts as well, sweeping number ones across the world. It made its number two here in Australia, but it did make it to number one 
on Venezuela, the US Dance Club tracks, and many more. It's a very, very popular track indeed, and it's a nice way of introducing people to the Pussycat Dolls who haven't maybe heard the music before, although granted they weren't really around as long as a lot of other girl groups from around the same time period. When I Grow Up by the Pussycat Dolls, coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM, you're listening to Way Back When, episode 2008. What's going you sexy? What's up, sexy? And you don't care what they say. Uh-huh. I see every time you turn around the screen. You name. What's going you sexy? What's up, sexy? And you don't care what they say. Yeah. I see every time you turn around the screen. Right the ball, no. Don't you? Now I've got a confession. Ha, 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 ha. When I was young, I wanted attention. Ha, 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 ha. And I promised myself that I'd do anything. Ha, ha, ha. Sing it up for them to notice You're listening to 106.9 Sheen FM and that was put the Pussycat Dolls with When I Grow Up. We're turning now to a band that's actually been on this show before and that's Panic at the Disco. Of course, I will confess to being a big Panic at the Disco fan. I played a lot of songs from their 2005 debut album, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out. And this song comes from their sophomore album, their 
follow-up, Pretty Odd. Pretty Odd's got a bit of an interesting story. They retreated, the band retreated to a cabin in the rural mountains of Mount Charleston in Nevada, but were completely dissatisfied with the final product, so scrapped the entire album and started from scratch again. Sadly, it is considered to be the weakest album of the band's discography to date, and I have to agree, it's not really as well received as a lot of the other albums. It generally generally not exactly um, remembered fondly by a lot of band by a lot of band fans and when it came out it created a lot of fan confusion and received a very mixed and weak critical response so not really too too much of a success but the one exception from pretty odd is their sing the lead single and the one song that is still played from the album at live shows nine in the afternoon. It was the first song written after the band scrapped the first effort of the album, and it was released as a single at 9pm on the band's MySpace page on January 28th of 2008, which I just think is hilarious. It's interesting because I would consider 9 o'clock to not be in the afternoon so much as very much at night, but I'm not exactly a... I'm not exactly an expert on meteorology or weather, so old time, so there you go. Interestingly enough, on the spine of the Australian CD single, the title was accidentally misprinted as 9 in the morning, which at least that's actually accurate. 9 o'clock in the morning would be in the morning, I would consider. In any case, disregarding that, it did moderately well in the charts. Like I said, being off of one of their weakest albums didn't exactly help, but still a good song, and I do hope that you enjoy it. Panic at the Disco's 9 in the Afternoon, coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2008. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Back to the street where we began Feeling as good as lovers can, you know Yeah, we're feeling so good Picking up things we shouldn't read This looks like the end of history as we know It's just the end of the world Back to the street where we
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM and that was 9 in the afternoon by Panic at the Disco. Let's turn from Panic at the Disco now to another alt-rock sort of alternative scene band from the early 2000s or the mid-2000s really. That is Metro Station. Metro Station is an alternative punk pop rock band that was formed in California by the singer Mason Musso and the guitarist Trey Cyrus, who actually met on the set of Hannah Montana, which starred Mason's brother Mitchell and Trace's sister Miley Cyrus. Yes, this band uh, stars Miley Cyrus's brother, which I think is rather amusing considering their type of music that they play. They've had a few moderate hits throughout their career. The two albums that they have released, Eight Years Apart, were received moderately well, but but their first single, their debut single uh, in the United Kingdom, and the third single, excuse me, from the album, met called Metro Station, was Shake It, which became a monumental hit, especially in the scene world. It's more of a dance rock sort of new wave track. It made it to number two here in Australia, as well as charting moderately well throughout the rest of the world and making it up to number six on the UK singles chart and the fourth position on the UK on the US mainstream chart. It's very well known by fans of the band and just by scene kids as a whole. It's be it peaked within the top 10 of the charts in Australia, Canada, Germany and others and it's been certified gold by the ARIA uh, by the sorry the Record Industry of America and later platinum as well as making it to double platinum status later on in the year. I really do enjoy it. It's a nice little dance track and it is rather catchy. So please enjoy by the Metro Station. Shake it up next on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When on episode 2008. I'm 
You're listening to 106.9 Shin FM, and that was Shake It by Metro Station. Coming up next, we've had a little bit of an alternative rock phase, and now we're going to turn back to a bit more of a mainstream pop scene for a little bit, and that is with a country pop song by Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift released her second album in 2008, Fearless, and the album became a smash hit for the superstar. Like I said, more of a country, uh, like I said last week, more of a country pop album than the pop music that she would later be known for. Fearless spent 11 weeks atop the US Billboard 200 and was the best-selling album of 2009 in the United States, making Swift, who was only 19 at the time, the youngest artist to have the best-selling album of a calendar year. It is, nonetheless, it is, as you can imagine, a very, very successful album. It was certified diamond, which is more than platinum in the uh, in America, for earning over 10 million sales. And it is one of the best-selling albums of the entire 21st century in the entire world, having sold over 17 million copies. One of the only criticisms I really have of this album is that it was released in November, which means that half the singles charted in 2008 and half the singles charted in 2009, meaning that a few of the singles won't be eligible to be played on the show until next week. She won the Best Country Album and Album of the Year at the 2010 Grammy Awards, which is a massive achievement for a 19-year-old, and the album received very positive reviews from critics at the time and has been looked back upon very, very favourably. Now, in terms of songs that I'm going to play, I'm only going to play one from the album tonight. It was the lead single that was released in September. I absolutely love this song, unironically. It's Love Story. It's, of course it is. Uh, it, it received widespread critical praise, with the writing style and the catchiness being absolutely adored, and it has sold over 18 million copies worldwide, establishing itself as one of the best singles of all time. It only peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100, but sold over 9 million digital downloads in the US, becoming her best-selling single to date and was once the best-selling download by a female country solo artist. It is phenomenal. It also debuted at number 38 here in Australia and it found a peak at number two eventually before finally making it to number one in March of 2009. So kudos to that. It did make it to number one here in Australia. I don't want to talk too, too much more about it because I don't want to speak for too long. So I'm just going to let you enjoy it. Love Story by Taylor Swift. A little take on the Romeo and Juliet story. This is 106.9 Tune FM way back when episode 2008. You're listening to the home of UNE's Student Powered Radio.
That was The Incredible Love Story by Taylor Swift here on 106.9 Tune FM way back when, episode 2008. Interestingly enough, a little tidbit I forgot to tell you, the song was actually written about a man who was never officially Taylor Swift's boyfriend. When she introduced him to her family and friends, they didn't approve of him at first, and that inspired her to write the song, basing it off of Romeo and Juliet, except giving the fictional characters a happy ending. The same cannot be said for Taylor Swift and her real life and the real life counterpart. They sadly split up a bit later on. Moving on to the next song on tonight's show, we have another song from Katy Perry off of her One of the Boys album. It is the second single from the album and the only one and the only other one apart from My Kissed a Girl that's still regularly played live, Hot and Cold. I will confess this song's got a bit of a guilty, this is a bit of a guilty pleasure of mine in, when I, at certain times. It's a bit of an unstable romantic relationship song, or that's what the song's about rather, caused by her partner's mood swings. It became a second consecutive top five single in the UK, Australia, Ireland and New Zealand, as well as topping the charts in several countries throughout Europe. It was nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Pop, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, and she's performed on all of her tours. It is a very, very, very well-liked song, although not necessarily very critically well-received. It was given a bit of a warm reception when it was first released, although that has sort of changed throughout the years. It swept the, to the number one position, like I said, in numerous countries, and it had a very, very well receive music video as well but it's just a catchy tune even without the video hot and cold by katie perry coming up next on way back when episode 2008 you're listening to tune fm on 106.9 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Hot and Cold by Katy Perry, a fantastic track. We're turning now to the third last song of, sorry, the fourth last song of the night, excuse me, with a bit of Jason Mraz and I'm Yours. This song, no doubt, you will have all heard at one point in your life, even if you can't quite put it to the name. It was nominated for Song of the Year at the 51st Grammy Awards, and it was used to promote the season premiere of Pack to the Rafters here in Australia. It was immensely successful on the Billboard charts at 76 weeks on the Hot 100. It held the record for most weeks spent on the chart, breaking the previous records of the record of 69 weeks set by Leanne Rimes in 1998. So yeah, a very successful song indeed. It's from the album We Sing, We Dance, We Steal Things, and it was very, very well received. Like I said, it is still remembered fondly to this day and still often heard on radios, as you're going to hear tonight. It's a just it's a simple little track, a simple, simple sort of soft rock, folky sort of track that is really, really good to just listen to and enjoy and just sort of let yourself vibe away. I'm Yours by Jason Mraz, coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2008, here on the home of UNE's student-powered radio. But you're so hot that I melted I fell right through the cracks Now I'm trying to get back Before the cool done run out I'll be giving it my best This and nothing's gonna stop me But divine intervention I reckon it's again my turn To win some or learn some But I won't hesitate No more, no And I laughed I guess what I'll be saying is There ain't no better reason To rid yourself of vanities And just go with the seasons It's what we aim to do Our name is our virtue But I won't hesitate No more, no more It cannot wait I'm yours Open up your mind
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Way Back When, episode 2008, and you just heard the very catchy and timeless I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Coming up next, we've got a bit of Country Rock, the third final song on today's show, and that's All Summer Long by Kid Rock. It was released as the third single from his seventh album, Rock and Roll Jesus, and it was a number one hit in six countries across Europe, as well as making it to the number one spot here in Australia and in the UK, and it crossed over to Country Radio, giving... Kid Rock his first top 10 country hit over in the States. It's a well-received song and it has been generally favorably reviewed when it came out. It was generally praised as a fairly decent example of songwriting and it was considered to be very catchy. So I'm going to play it for you all now as we look back at some of the best music of year 2008. Here is All Summer Long by Kid Rock on 106.9 Tune FM, UNE's student-powered radio. Smoking funny things Making love out by the lake To our favorite 
You're listening to 106.9 Sheen FM and you just heard Kid Rocks all summer long here on Way Back When, episode 2008. We turn now to the second last song of the show and it is an absolutely incredible song by Coldplay, Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida is a song that no doubt you will have heard but you just can't quite put the title to it. I know that was the case for me when I first heard this song after hearing it for the first few times. When seeing the title, I couldn't quite put it to the lyrics but trust me, you will remember it. It contains historical and Christian references references and it's generally considered to be about a protagonist who says he used to rule the world. Chris Martin explained the song lyric about not being on the list to enter the pearly gates and bass guitarist Guy Berryman has said that it's a story about a king who has lost his kingdom. There's a little bit of anti-authoritarianism in the song title in the song itself, excuse me. And interestingly enough when the album was being produ- was being produced, Viva La Vida was one of the songs that polarized each member's opinion over which version they should choose. They did so many different versions of this song the uh, it took them a while to decide uh, as a band which song they should actually use for the album which I find quite amusing it was released to critical acclaim it was very 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 well received indeed Chris William Willman wrote that it was a fantastic song and said that the confident majesty of the music belies how Chris Martin and his bandmates have invigorated their rock light reign. It was nominated for Record of the Year and won Song of the Year and Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group at the Grammy Awards and won the Ivan Novello Award for Best Selling British Single goes without saying it's a very very popular song definitely definitely one of Coldplay's best songs and one that he's still played live to this day so I really do hope that you're going to enjoy it Viva La Vida by Coldplay coming up next on 106.9 Sheen FM you're listening to episode 2008 of Way Back When
to 106.9 Chin FM and that was Viva La Vida by the amazing Coldplay. Coming up next we have our final song for the night. I do thank you all for joining me for tonight's episode of Way Back When and I do hope that you'll join me same time, same place next week for episode 2009 where I'm going to bring you some of the best music from 2009. You're going to hear a few 2009 songs at the top of every hour as we throw back to that year from Monday onwards. So please look forward to that and I hope that you all have an absolutely tremendous week ahead and I hope that you enjoy the rest of your weekend as well and I hope that I was able to make it a little bit more enjoyable for you. The final song that I'm going to play is an Australian song, a bit of rock to end the show. It's by The Living End, and it was the most played track on Australian radio stations when this song was released, during the week of the song's release, excuse me, and it won the 2009 Song of the Year Award at the APRA Awards, that is the Australian Performing Rights Association Awards. It was very well received, to put it mildly. Like I said, to win the Song of the Year was pretty prestigious for the band, and it became one of their best-selling hits of all time. It's definitely one of their best, so please, to play out the show tonight, once more, I hope that you all have a tremendous, tremendous day uh, tomorrow, and I hope that the rest of your week is fantastic. For me, I say goodnight to you. I'll see you again next week, and for now, let me just play you out of the radio station with just a little bit of white noise. Why not?